0: In the face of danger, should you fast to seek God's protection? Today, we'll take a look at a biblical fast for safe travel. This is Cherie. Welcome to Meditating the Word. It's day six of our 21-day fast. Let's read our foundational scripture for this series, Mark nine twenty nine. Jesus said, "'This kind can only come out by prayer and fasting.'" This tells us that sometimes fasting is required. Today, we're going to talk about fasting for divine protection. We'll look at an account of fasting in Ezra 8. First, a little backstory. Israel was in exile. The temple in Jerusalem had been destroyed, along with much of the city and its walls. Ezra is being sent from Babylon to Jerusalem, King Artaxerxes has made provision for silver and gold, bulls, rams, and lambs, as well as grain and drink offerings to offer on the altar in Jerusalem. Let's start reading in Ezra 8.21. There, by the Ahava Canal, I proclaimed a fast so that we might humble ourselves before God and ask him for a safe journey for us and our children with all our possessions. I was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and horsemen to protect us from enemies on the road, because we had told the king, the gracious hand of our God is on everyone who looks to him, but his great anger is against all who forsake him. So we fasted and petitioned our God about this, and he answered our prayer. Then I set apart twelve of the leading priests, namely Sherebiah, Hashabiah, and ten of their brothers, and I weighed out to them the offering of silver and gold, and the articles that the king, his advisers, his officials, and all Israel present there had donated for the house of our God. I weighed out to them six hundred and fifty talents of silver, silver articles weighing one hundred talents, one hundred talents of gold, twenty bowls of gold valued at one thousand derricks, and two fine articles of polished bronze as precious gold. I said to them, You, as well as these articles, are consecrated to the Lord The silver and gold are a freewill offering to the Lord, the God of your ancestors. Guard them carefully until you weigh them out in the chambers of the house of the Lord in Jerusalem before the leading priests and the Levites and the family heads of Israel. Then the priests and Levites received the silver and gold and sacred articles that had been weighed out to be taken to the house of our God in Jerusalem. On the twelfth day of the first month, we set out from the Ahava canal to go to Jerusalem. The hand of our God was on us, and he protected us from enemies and bandits along the way. So we arrived in Jerusalem, where we rested three days. On the fourth day, in the house of our God, We weighed out the silver and gold and the sacred articles into the hands of Merimoth, son of Uriah the priest. Eleazar, son of Phinehas, was with him, and so were the Levites, Josabad, son of Jeshua, and Noadiah, son of Benui. Everything was accounted for by number and weight, and the entire weight was recorded at that time. Then the exiles who had returned from captivity sacrificed burnt offerings to the God of Israel. Twelve bulls for all Israel, ninety-six rams, seventy-seven male lambs, and, as a sin offering, twelve male goats. All this was a burnt offering to the Lord. They also delivered the king's orders to the royal satraps and to the governors of Trans-Euphrates, who then gave assistance to the people. And to the house of God. Okay, I find it a little humorous that Ezra was embarrassed to ask for a guard because he had bragged so much about God and his favor and protection. Nevertheless, they fasted and prayed, and God answered their prayers. Even though they were traveling through a dangerous area with great wealth, They arrived safely in Jerusalem with no loss of people or provisions. Truly, if there was a time to remind you that fasting doesn't move God, but places us in a position to receive, this is the time. We are no longer under the Old Covenant. In the Old Testament, you will see a lot of prayers for protection, deliverance, salvation, All things that have been provided for us freely under the new covenant. Does that make fasting for protection obsolete? Not necessarily. Not if you realize provision has already been made. As believers, we have a covenant of protection. But if you are fearful, fasting to shift your position from one of fear and worry to one of trust— Can be a great idea. Now, for my other disclaimers. I am not a medical professional, and nothing in this podcast should be taken as medical advice. Please, if you fast, fast responsibly. If you have any underlying health issues or unhealthy relationship with food, do not fast. And if you are going on an extended fast, it's a good idea. To check with your doctor first. All right, let's check in. Are you journaling? Spending extra time in God's Word? Extra time in prayer? Not just talking, but actually listening. Remember to write down anything Holy Spirit brings to mind. It may be important later. Don't judge what comes, just write it down. How is day six of your fast going? Good energy? Clear mind? Any muscle weakness? Any back or hip pain? Are you remembering to rest and take a nap if necessary? You may be surprised to discover how long you continue to have a bowel movement even if you aren't eating anything. It's not uncommon even on day six. Are you getting more used to not eating and having fewer cravings? Are you monitoring your weight loss? Remember to stay well hydrated. Drink even more water than you think you need. Here's how I'm doing. I'm down another 1.8 pounds. I continue to drink a gallon of water a day and get in 10,000 steps, but no strenuous exercise. My energy is great. My hip pain disappeared, but I continue to have some upper back pain. I just use my back roller a few times a day. I'm spending lots of time in the Word and in prayer every day. All right, let me say a prayer over you. Father God, we come before you thankful that we have a better covenant with better promises. Thank you for your unwavering covenant of protection. In a world where uncertainty and fear often prevail, your promise of safeguarding us is unshakable and gives us hope and peace you are our refuge and fortress in your hands we find safety and strength you are our shield and bulwark a steadfast protector in times of need This promise, so generously given, is a testament to your unending love and care for us. We are humbled and grateful for the countless ways you watch over us, both seen and unseen. In moments of danger and vulnerability, your presence is a comforting assurance that we are never alone. Your angels encamp around us, guarding our steps and guiding our paths. Father, help us to always remember the power of your protective covenant. May it strengthen our faith, especially in moments of doubt or fear. Teach us to lean on your promises, trusting that you are our defender and the ultimate guardian of our lives. We offer this prayer of thanks in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining me on Meditating the Word today. This is Cherie, reminding you that you are in my prayers. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.